Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I, I rarely go in the chat and tell people to share the show today, but if you're watching me, I'm what, what am I, the Bongino show in there? I don't know my own name in there, but I was just putting out in the chat, you got to share this show today because, folks, there's something really, really shady going on. And I, and I say that as a guy with a body of experience in this space who never jumps to conclusions. I apply the Bongino rule. I'm very deliberate. Don't let my passion about a subject confuse you. You know, I never want to be first. I want to be right if one is at the expense of the other. But if you watch this video, Tom Massey released, Darren Beatty, Julie Kelly, and others did a lot of work on about the January 6th bombing, air quotes, case. There's no way to come to any other conclusion other than something really crazy happened there. There's no other way. And, and I, again, I don't have, I'm not a lawyer. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I was an agent and I did this stuff and I know exactly what the protocol is. And whatever happened on that video, that ain't it. This is crazy. So I, I got a lot to get to. Let me just get right to it. Folks, ExpressVPN, when, uh, when did you stop upholding free speech as a country as a basic right? When did that stop? The answer is it didn't stop. We still care about it. It's just other people don't. What's playing out right now, big tech companies and social media sites is setting a dangerous precedent. Look, it doesn't matter what your politics are or who you voted for. Everyone should have the right to express themselves freely. Sadly, the big tech monopolies instead opted for silencing tactics and censorship. You need to fight back against big tech. Do what I do. You ready? Use ExpressVPN. Free to access tech giants make all their money by tracking your searches, video history, and everything you click on, then selling it off. When you use ExpressVPN in the app on your computer or phone like I do right here, you anonymize your online presence, much of it by hiding your IP address. That makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of your network data to protect you from eavesdroppers and cyber criminals. It takes one click. That's it to protect all your devices. I use ExpressVPN. It's rated number one by Business Insider. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Joseph, it's an important show today. It's Friday, so if you would. It's rhythm today. I didn't have my, I don't have my, you know why? You see this little, did you see the scar on my head again? I did it again. What'd you uh, do? Total dumbass. Yes. Let me just throw myself under the bus. I did it again. Remember a month ago when I was in the sauna downstairs and <laughs> I told you I was on my phone, which I never bring in. And I went to go and I leaned and I bumped into the thing. I did it again. Are you a dumbass? I'm a dumb. I don't know what to tell you. It was a dumbass move. I burned my face again on the freaking thing in the sauna, trying to drop my phone on the outside. I, I, no excuses. No excuses. When you do dumbass stuff, yeah, it's dumbass. Next, hey, that's before it. I get to that, this was a real dumbass move, though. But before I get to that, just a couple of things I just want to acknowledge. Uh, number one, the March for Lifers out there in Washington, D.C. today, out in the cold every single year in January. I'm with you. We love you. If I didn't have to do this show, uh, I have to. I like to do the show, but this is my job. Um, I'd be there with you. I, I also have a family event uh, today. I've got to go to up in New York. There's no radio show today, but this show is live. You can see my watch right there. March for life. God bless you. Uh, 
you know, listen, if we can't defend the unborn, this movement is absolutely meaningless. Forget the whole thing. You don't have to worry about tax rates if you're dead. Also, uh, folks, let's not forget these two Navy SEALs who are still missing. I'm not going to presume they're dead, but there was an interdiction a Houthi ship carrying missiles and the Biden administration, scum, garbage, filth people that they are. They're not talking about the story at all because they don't want you to know about two heroes that are still missing out there in the ocean. God bless their souls, man. And let's hope they're still alive. I'm not willing to give up on them, but let's not forget those two seals, even on a Friday. These guys have families. These guys matter. Real heroes. All right. So, folks, deep breath here. The most bizarre story I have seen in at least four or five years outside of Spygate, when someone told me they were spying on Donald Trump, is bar none the January 6th bomber story. I I say bomber because you don't hear about this story anywhere. And here's the oddity about this. There were two alleged explosive devices that look like pipe bombs with egg timers. On January 5th, the night before the January 6th insurrection, folks, which is hilariously stupid, but you get the point. I I use those words deliberately for a reason. Why are you playing into the leftist narrative? Trust me. Hang with me. There were two alleged explosive devices placed outside or near Republican National Headquarters in D.C. and the DNC headquarters in D.C. The night of January 5th, found on January 6th, the day of the insurrection. But the weirdest thing, folks, and guys, if you, if you think I'm crazy, like this is the craziest part of this whole story. The media, which has told us that this, this, uh, this rally that got out of control and a lot of things we'd like to change about it, but was not an insurrection by any sane person's measure, okay? Let's just cut the bullshit. The strangest thing is they're trying to tell us it's an insurrection, yet you've got this story about some person placing an alleged bomb at these two headquarters and no one in the media wants to touch it. No surprise. What? Joe, does it make any sense to you? I mean, think about it. Let's just reverse the roles for a second. If you were trying to make the case that Antifa engaged in an insurrection by trying to burn down the courthouse in Portland, Oregon, which I believe they did, and you had a case of bombs being placed outside, you would be like, wow, that's more evidence it was an insurrection, right? Right. What? Why is the media not talking about this story at all? Tom Massey released the video. Darren Beatty, who had tip, he's going to be on my radio show on Monday. I'm not in today or I'd have him in today. Him and Julie Kelly, thank God for these two reporters. They have never let this story go. He's got this piece up at Revolver News. Secret Service for Knowledge or Criminal Negligence. Damning new evidence surfaces in the FBI's January 6th pipe bomb story. Gee, this is in the newsletter, right, today? Folks, if you never download my newsletter or subscribe to it, I understand. I I don't really care. Just go today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. And please, please read this article. It is so, so good. It is absolutely worth your time. It is a damning story. Now, let me give you some background on what we're going to go through in the video here. Again, the night before on January 5th, two alleged explosive devices were placed at the DNC and RNC. What you're about to see is video of the DNC. In the DNC, the story gets weirder because on January 6th, when everyone in the media told us Kamala Harris 
was up on the Capitol doing her role as a U.S. senator. She wasn't sworn in yet as the VP. She wasn't actually there. Kamala Harris was in the DNC when they found a freaking bomb or what they called a bomb outside. How is this not a major story? Folks, I don't know a story that's ever been out there. I'm more suited to cover than this. Let's go to screenshot number one from this revolver story first. And we're going to go to this video and I'm going to talk you through what is unexplained. I can't I can't explain it. They note, according to official reports in this new video that surfaced, just a little background here. This first bomb, folks, was discovered at the RNC at 1240 on January 6th, a little bit afternoon. Discovered at the RNC by a random pedestrian, this uh, Carlin Younger, who reported the bomb to a security official at the Capitol Hill Club. Leave this up a second. Who in turn alerted the Capitol Police who began responding to the first pipe bomb at 12.50. Ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind, this is at the RNC. Kamala Harris is obviously at the DNC, not the Republican headquarters. The weirdest thing about this story is there's a freaking egg timer on the bomb. The egg timer has 20 minutes left, but it's not moving. The bomb is found at 12.40 p.m., What time was the certification process for the presidency on January 6th supposed to begin? Anyone? One o'clock. So Carlin Younger, I don't know, not impugning anyone's integrity. I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just asking questions, folks, because it's really weird finds this alleged explosive device at the RNC at 1240, 20 minutes to go till the presidential certification process begins. And the timer on the bomb has 20 minutes on an egg timer, but is it moving? In other words, if you didn't find it that exact 20 minutes, you would never know it was 20 minutes to one o'clock. Strange. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this shit's just starting. So that's, let's just call that anomaly number one. That an egg timer that's not moving has 20 minutes left on it. The bomb is found at 1240 when the certification process for the presidency is supposed to begin at 1, 20 minutes later. 15 minutes later, we now have video of a man who discovered another bomb at the DNC where Kamala Harris was. And that is anomaly number two. We were told Kamala Harris was up on Capitol Hill. You know, Joe, they're only certifying the vote for the presidency. You would think a United States senator who is going to be the vice president, Joe, would kind of have an interest in being up on Capitol Hill for the for the process. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. No, she wasn't. No, 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 dude. No, she ah, shit. <laughs> Such a goof. She wasn't there. She was at the DNC. It's weird. Nobody told us that. Why? Why nobody tell us that? Because 15 minutes after they discovered the first bomb, you are now going to see video of a man who discovered the DNC pipe bomb where Kamala Harris was. So I want to prepare you in advance. The video we're going to see, and if you're listening on audio, I'll walk you through it. Don't worry. But please go back and watch this Rumble video. I'm going to cut four pieces of this video 
You go to Tom Massey, uh, Tom Massey's account. You can see he posted on his Twitter and elsewhere. And thanks to him for doing it. I want to prepare you, though. For however normal and not weird this video seems, when you understand they're responding to a bomb situation with the vice president-elect inside a building, this is the weirdest effing thing I've ever seen, especially given my prior line of work. All right, let's go to this first. I want you to watch the man in the black uh, uh, hoodie and the backpack. I want you to watch him walk up to the Metro PD, D.C., Washington, D.C. Metro, Washington, D.C. Police Department, obviously. I want you to watch him walk up to Metro's car and say, or we're assuming he said, hey, listen, there's a bomb over there. And then after that, I want you to watch what he does after that. And then I want you to watch this. It's only about 30 seconds. EQ that up for me if you would. Okay, you're going to see there's the car. Here's the guy. You see him walking in the frame. The white car is the D.C. Metro SUV. Walks up to the driver's side. Assuming like the D.C. guy rolls down the window. And what he's saying, I don't know. We obviously don't have audio. You see, this is 105, 41 p.m. And he must be telling him, hey, dude, there's a freaking bomb outside. Now, this is weird. He walks over to the, what, what he, the driver didn't get it. He walks over to the passenger side, which is, uh, again, I, I have no explanation for what's going on. Nobody seems to be in any way responding. I don't want to see panic because they don't, you know, we have a don't shit the bed policy. So that doesn't surprise me. I'll get to that. Then he walks up to the Secret Service car. You'll see a black SUV. Driver's side. So he walks over to the D.C. Metro car, driver's side. D.C. Metro car, passenger side. Secret Service driver's side. Why is it? I, I don't understand. What, 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 what's going on here? Very nonchalant. Uh, you, uh, you th- oh, good, thank you. I didn't know you could zoom into this. Look at these guys. These guys are good. You say, driver's side, passenger side. Is he not getting the response he needs? Right over to the Secret Service car. Uh, hey, I just hear the third guy. I'm telling there's a freaking bomb here. Folks. I, I've I've been in a lot of situations in my time doing this exact line of work. This is not in any way standard operating procedure. Now, I will say this before we jump to any conclusions, which I refuse to do on this story. I am going to play this right and deliberate. I will say this to you. The Secret Service, there is a thing. I mean, it's not a formal policy, obviously. But Joe and I have talked about it often. There is a don't shit the bed policy. So if someone does come up to you and say there's a bomb, I'm actually not surprised. No one jumped out of car. Oh, my hair's on fire. No one's going to do that. These guys are actually trained to not do that. But what happens next is not explainable. And I have a bunch of questions about that. Why did he go to the driver's side, then the passenger side of the DC car, and then to the Secret Service guy? I, I don't, folks, I have no idea. Was he not getting the answer? I have no idea. Back to Darren Beatty's, uh, Beatty's piece before we get back to the video. I got a few more cuts from this where the weird, that's just the tip of the weird iceberg gets even freaking weirder. The blaze is Stephen Baker is now confirmed, was able to confirm that the individual you saw there. Folks, you ready? You ready for the curveball? Oh, shit. I don't think that, I don't think poor freaking Stimpy was ready for the curveball. 
the guy in the backpack there was a guy by the name of Steve Baker. You want you ready for some freaking crazy pills? Show me. This guy, this guy was a plainclothes officer for the Capitol Police. PD notes, this is an interesting discovery, especially in combination with some other relevant data points. Multiple sources have informed us that the first responder to the first RMC pipe bomb was a Capitol, uh, Capitol Hill Club security officer who'd previously been with the Capitol Police. <laughs> Folks, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Pre-Spygate, and Joe has known me a long time, pre-Spygate and everything. I swear to you, I would have said, this is just some kind of tragic comedy of errors. There's no way this is, I, I don't, I can't explain this to you. How it is a Capitol Police undercover, or I should say plainclothes officer. That's the guy you see in the video. How, would, how did he discover the bomb at the RNC? And then we find out, excuse me, at the DNC. And then we find out that the RNC first responder was a Capitol Hill security officer who'd also been with the Capitol Police prior. There he is right there. Plainclothes Capitol Hill guy. Nobody saw this pipe bomb. It was sitting there all night. Right? Pull up uh, another screenshot from that Darren Beatty piece. You want to talk? So again, we got another anomaly here. Kamala Harris is inside. She's not telling us. Why is there no immediate reaction? Why is it nobody saw this thing outside? And I'm going to ask number question number four, anomaly number four. How is it that a Secret Service sweep of the area did not pick up on this obvious pipe bomb sitting next to a bench? How did they miss that? But by far, the oddest of anomalies in this story is the one I brought up before. Darren Beatty notes, Kamala Harris, to compound the strangest of this all, recall Kamala Harris covered up her presence at the DNC on January 6th for almost a year. Why? For nearly a year, Kamala led the media to believe she was in the Capitol during the so-called siege. Even the DOJ took this false understanding for granted and mentioned Kamala's alleged presence and evacuation from the Capitol during the siege to add a sense of gravitas to its indictments. Turns out Kamala was not at the Capitol as it was being evacuated, but was at the DNC building while the allegedly live pipe bomb was still right outside. Holy freaking shit. That's crazy. That's freaking crazy. Because I'm going to tell you something you probably haven't heard anywhere else. I've told Darren and I've told Julie this. Kamala Harris at this point is just hours away from the certification process. Kamala Harris, they've already been elected president and vice president-elect. The transition to a... Gee, you got to make sure I explain this right. Ladies and gentlemen, when you're running for office like Kamala and Joe Biden were, you get what's called a... used to be called a CNOS detail, a candidate nominee operations section detail. I'm not sure if they still call it that, but I'm not knocking these guys, but these are less experienced guys. When you win the presidency and you're the president-elect, the transition begins to the presidential detail, vice presidential detail guys who are far more experienced than the generally new guys 
who go out and work campaigns. Everybody following me? You got a three-year guy versus a 10-year guy. What's my point? There's no question Kamala has skilled season agents here. How the fuck did nobody do anything about this pipe bomb while she was inside? And how did everybody lie about it? Folks, this shit is crazy. Let me take a quick break and I'm going to get back to this video. Don't go anywhere. Because I'm telling you, the weird gets even weirder, even after my curveball. You like that, by the way? <laughs> First time I actually threw one. Hey, traditional media is crumbling. Why? They're hiding something, something big. People are realizing they're being screwed over and lied to. You can't trust these people. Listen, you guys know the truth. You better get prepared now. Have your emergency prepared. I just saw a guy the other day. It's funny. This guy's on TikTok telling people, don't worry, nothing's going to happen. And he goes on to do a whole big thing about how he bought all this emergency food because he's worried something's going to happen. I'm dead serious. Get yourself a three-month emergency food kit today from MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll save $200. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped me and millions of American families prepare. Folks, you got to do this. Yours should be next. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, their delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage, provide over 2,000 calories daily. Eat right when things go wrong with these three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. With $200 in savings, you can get enough for each family member. They deserve your protection. Get it today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com. Folks, don't mess around with this stuff. Please, please get yourself these emergency food kits. we got 103,000 people watching right now. Now let's get to the nitty-gritty. Thanks, my Patriot Supply. MyPatriotSupply.com. Let's get to this next video. I want you to watch on this video for over a minute. Now they've been notified there's a freaking bomb with the vice president-elect just feet away in the building. I want you to watch for over a minute while nothing happens. Throw this up. There's our guy, the undercover Capitol Police guy, plainclothes walking away, notifies him of the bomb. There's just people walking by this thing. What's happening? For those of you listening to audio, the answer is nothing. Watch the clicker in the corner. 47, 48, 49, 106, 50. Nothing's happening. Nope. Empty street. Nothing's any effort to cordon off the area. Nope. Nobody around the cars. Nobody. Nope. Nothing. DC. There you go. Then the Metro car just goes by with lights and sirens. What? Responding to the pop? No. We're blowing right past it. Still going. Ladies and gentlemen, you're probably asking, well, Dan, you were a Secret Service agent. What's the standard operating procedure here? Well, the standard operating procedure here is probably to make notifications, which may be going on. And I do, uh, again, I'm not going to give, uh, I'm not going to get into like, uh, you know, hyper crazy stuff until I have the facts because I don't want to be first. I want to be right. But you just saw for a minute. What if you're listening on audio? Nothing. This is the one part you don't have to go to video because there's nothing to see. I just play it because there's nothing happening. Now, again, are they in the car making notifications? It's possible. But I can assure you, ladies and gentlemen, that this is likely not SOP for a situation like this. I say likely not because was there some extenuating circumstances we've yet to be advised of? Were they notified? Okay. 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 Leo gets. What do you mean, Dan? You trying to defend the Secret Service? I'm not trying to defend anyone. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. Why was no one doing anything for a minute? 
Ladies and gentlemen, is it possible, just possible, that these pipe bombs, which we'll show you in a second, with crude egg timers that look like something you'd buy on Amazon for a fake pipe bomb? Is it possible that during that minute, Secret Service and Metro are communicating as the Capitol Hill police officer told them something and they were notified that, in fact, this may be an inert training device? Why would an inert training device be put in front of the DNC or the RNC? I told you this story's crazy. Folks, was this some red cell op gone awry? You know what these red cell ops are? They happen all the time in the government. When the government uses its own people to test its own security. Was this some red cell op and they forgot to pick up the props? Folks, I don't know. This story is so freaking crazy and makes no sense. That when given an option of a hundred different lunatic scenarios in a lunatic scenario, one of them's got to be true. Was this some red cell op that went wrong? Were they testing something? Was this a setup? I, I don't know. Why is nobody doing anything? EOD. Should have been called, should have been around. This is D.C. They're not going to get there in a minute. But explosives ordinance disposal, I'm told the long form of the video has the robot responding. The whole EOD premise is to find or function the explosive. The explosives ordinance disposal guys that do the sweeps for bombs. Find it or function it. Function it, that means they die. That's how brave these guys are. Why was there no sweep? Now, if you would have told me that these were the CNOS guys Six months prior for an unserious campaign and they had two agents, I'd say maybe they didn't have enough people to do a sweep. I don't know. This is the vice president elect, folks, on a day we're told there's going to be absolute chaos and the threat levels through the roof. They don't sweep the building. The vice president's at and missed the bomb. I, I, I can't. I can't. I've never heard, I've never seen or heard of anything like this. I have never, ever seen or heard of anything. I'm sure people from the Secret Service are watching the show right now. You got to help us. You, you, you know, after the cocaine incident, there are a lot of people starting to question what's going on. You've got to help us here. You owe us an explanation as to what happened. You know what happened. Was this some red cell thing gone wrong? It's the only explanation that makes sense. Because the other explanation is one, I got to be honest with you folks, I have a hard time accepting, which is absolute total negligence. That the Secret Service showed up with the vice president-elect. There's a bomb sitting there. Everybody missed it. Then they tell guy tells, hey, there's a bomb here and nobody does anything. I, I, I'm sorry. It's hard for me to accept that. Let's get to this next video. Here they finally you are going to see get out of the car. Now, there's not much of a sense of urgency, it appears, but I don't want you to read too much into that. Hold on for a second in the video. I'll take you to play a video. I just want you to remember on this. I'm, I'm giving you the honest take. I promise you. I owe you that. There is a don't shit the bed mentality. The first guy who panics loses. So I don't read too much into they're not scrambling around and like pulling their hair out. But I do read into the fact that they don't appear to be doing much. There doesn't appear to be any effort to cordon off the area. I want you to keep in mind, this is a minute plus after they've been notified that there's a freaking bomb. 
You don't have to panic to say, hey, hold on, stop right there. We've got police tape in the back. Let's get some people over here. I want you to watch this. This is where, again, the video gets even crazier. Did they miss it? How did they miss it? Was there no CP? Or finally, you see Metro. They get out of the car. Again, there's, there doesn't seem to be much of a... You're watching this as I am. They're walking slow, right, Joe? I mean, you're very slow. I mean, it's a actually kind of like a glacial pace. Gets yeah, out of the car. Yeah. You know, just kind of like, okay, we're out of the car. Told there was a bomb. Was he putting a hat on or something? Like, oh, okay, we'll just... Stroll on over. Guy got his hands in his pockets. I mean, again, it's one thing not to shit the bed. I mean, I don't, I don't know what this is. There doesn't seem to be any effort to cordon off the area. I mean, you've got the vice president inside. We have a, 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 a guiding principle in the Secret Service called maximum to the protectee, minimum to the problem. Are, are people flooding to the protectee inside the building? Uh, again, were they notified this is some kind of red cell device? That it's fake? Is that why there's no panic? Folks, well, Dan, the Secret Service owes us an explanation here. I'm sorry. Wouldn't you, be, wouldn't you be worried about pedestrian traffic? Uh, yes, dude. Yeah, thank you. Yes. If someone just told you there's a bomb, you have an obligation to cordon off the area and evac the protectee as you tend to the protectee and they tend to the problem. When I say they, I mean Metro and others. Yeah. But the problem is none of that happened. There's a part of me that is like, there's no way this could be straight up negligence. Could it be? Yes. But there's something else going on here. This doesn't make any sense. And I, the reason I say that, oh, Dan, you just, because you work there, you're blind. No, no, that's not it. There's an X factor here that makes me believe there's something else going on. I already told you what it is. Why did they lie about Kamala Harris being there for so long if they had nothing to hide? Why? Let me take a quick break. I got more from this. I'm not even done. This is the, I'm telling you the single crazy, thank God we didn't take off today on the podcast. I don't use the Lord's name in vain. This is way too important. Quick break. Folks, Chase Medical, I am uh, really proud to have these guys for a new sponsor. You know, I believe in preparedness. If you're not prepared, you're basically on your own. I, I can't convince you enough that having a supply of life-saving antibiotics on hand, how worth it is having these things. High percentage of life-saving antibiotics that are used by our neighbors, friends, and family, they come from outside the U.S. Did you know that? You could be depending on a supply chain from China. That's pretty scary stuff for this stuff. Paul and I prepare. We are prepared. We have food. We have an emergency supply of antibiotics. I have water on hand, water purification. I have a way to defend myself. But here's the part I need you to do right now to top off that preparedness kit. This is so important. The Jace case from Jace Medical. This is my actual Jace case right here. You will see life-saving medications in here. Supply of antibiotics. These are mine. Sorry, they have my address on it. So you get the point, I promise you. It comes with a handy guidebook on how to use it. The product is amazing. Start today, go pick it up. The Jace case I just showed you is a pack of essential antibiotics to help treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. Go to jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E, like vase with a J, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com. Fill out the form, it's quick, for you and your family and review the terms. Your form will be reviewed by a board certified physician. And if you're eligible... Your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. 
Use promo code Bongino at checkout for an extra discount. Please don't wait. JaceMedical.com. Do it today. Jace Medical and its products are not intended as a substitute for professional medical treatment or advice. Consult with your healthcare provider. Thanks, Jace Medical. Pick them up today. And our last sponsor today, folks, some of you noticed, someone was joking yesterday, I've gotten pretty lean over the last few months. Well, one of the reasons, takelean.com. Stress may be why you're not losing weight. If you have moderate to high stress, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean this is my new go-to. could be your solution. Chronic stress can wreak havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can slow your metabolism and fuel weight gain. You all know about the stress eating and sugar cravings. Here's the good news now. Paul and I have been using this. We love it. The studied ingredients, check them out yourself, in Lean, L-E-A-N, have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, keep your appetite under control. If your life's a bit stressful, you want to lose weight, add lean to your diet and exercise lifestyle. Get 15% off and free shipping at takeleanlean.com. Enter promo code DAN15DAN15. That's promo code DAN15 at takelean.com. Takelean.com. It's my new go-to. Check it out. You've been asking me how I got lean. I'm telling you. These statements of products are not been evaluated by the FDA. The products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Thank you. Uh, Takelean.com. Okay, back to the video. We showed you there's no sense of urgency. I've got a question I feel Secret Service and FBI headquarters are obligated now to tell America. We were told this was the biggest insurrection in American history. We were going to lose the government, that two bombs were found. Why did they respond in such a slow, lackadaisical fashion? Were they told these bombs were fake? They were planted? Was it a red cell thing? Did they just miss them? If they missed them, how did they miss them? If they missed them, how come once they were told about it, a Capitol Hill police guy found them? How did he know? How did everyone else miss it? Okay. I want you to watch this last video. Again, you're going to see there's no cordon. There's no effort to cordon off the area. I, I, did they not want to panic the protectee inside? I don't know. I'm trying to find sense in this without jumping to conclusions. But I want you to notice something about the video. They are clearly in communication with Metro and the Secret Service jock, the Joint Operations Center. Why? Because I want you to watch this video now. Cue that up. Someone operating the DC cameras starts panning. Oh, look, and zooms right in. So now finally, someone's told, hey, look, you see the coffee cup on the bench? Right next to it is a freaking bomb. That is not Gee zooming in there. I want to be clear. That is the actual video. Now, there's something super weird about that video. Look, at they're zooming out. There's still, by the way, there's still no effort to close off foot traffic. It doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency around this. There's some guy walking by. There's two people on the corner. There's a coffee cup on the bench, folks. Why do I bring that up? Not because I'm Barney freaking Miller and a former investigator. Beatty brings it up in his piece. Someone was sitting on that bench drinking coffee right next to the bomb. How did nobody notice it? No cordon? Folks, I got me some questions, man. This is a two-pager today. Before I get to the last part, of the, the, again, the, the craziest anomaly of all in this whole thing, why were we not told Kamala Harris was there? Why did they lie? What was she doing in the DNC when they're supposed to be certifying votes? Anomaly 
Number two, I'm losing track. Why was there no explosive sweep of the building? The bomb was sitting right there next to the bench, next to a guy or a woman who clearly had sat down for a cup of joe. How did they miss it? If this was the vice president's detail and not a CNOS group of guys, candidate section, which would be less experienced, how is it that this was the response? These guys know better. I have these all written down. Why was there no reload effort? Where's the relocation effort? Is it happening inside? Maybe. Again, I don't want to jump to conclusions. We don't see what's happening inside the building. Did someone tell her? Folks, that radio traffic from that day would be picked up by the jock and would be recorded. Why haven't we heard it? Listen, I'm sorry. I worked there. And if you, you know, but, but to the people who work there, many of whom I respect, the management owes an explanation to America. Where's the radio traffic? Was there a reload effort? You will hear everything on that Secret Service radio traffic. What were they talking about? Did somebody say, oh, disregard, it's some kind of plant device? Did somebody say it was a test? Did somebody say it's not a test, this could be real? Now, the robot apparently responded out, which says to me that this wasn't a test. Somebody really believed it was a bomb. Which raises another question. Was this just negligence? How did they miss this? Was there no sweep conducted? Why mislead people? Now you ready for the, the biggest curveball of all? I mean, you want to talk about a Dwight Gooden 1985 level Lord Charlie here? If you watched it back in the day? This is a little lengthy from Revolver. But man, when you read this piece, this story gets even freaking crazier. Gee, if you would. The DNC pipe bomb, Darren Beatty notes, sat in a fairly conspicuous spot undiscovered for over 17 hours by pedestrians, motorists, the DNC security guard, and the Secret Service, which raises the question as to whether the pipe bomb was actually planted when the FBI and the FBI's publicly released surveillance footage suggest it was planted. Wait, wait, what? Was it planted 17 hours before? I mean, the FBI said they had surveillance tape. I don't trust the FBI as far as I could throw them. It ain't far. This question caused our investigative team to take a closer look at the DNC surveillance footage released by the FBI. Keep that up there. You can see where they're going with this, folks? They're saying the FBI said, oh, no, no, listen, this thing had been planted the night before. It sat out there for 17 hours. Look at the surveillance footage. So Darren Beatty said, okay, well, look at the surveillance footage. And Darren Beatty noticed some crazy shit. Beatty says we were able to show definitively not only that the surveillance footage had been tampered with, given that its frame rate of 1.6 frames per second is vastly below the industry minimum, but we were able to show definitively that the FBI is in possession of it. But for whatever reason, they chose not to make public surveillance footage that would make it clear whether the pipe bomb suspect planted the bomb when they said he or she did. 
Some who is it? Cyberval in the chat. You see, he just said what? What? Yes, Cyberval. I. I <laughs> now it appears it's an allegation by BD. I have not analyzed the tape myself, but BD's a good reporter. That the surveillance tape may have been manipulated too, and that the FBI has the actual footage, which we haven't yet seen, of the person dropping the bomb there. The bomb? Folks, what the f- is going on here, man? What is going on here? I, I, I don't understand. Why? Let me just give you the only possible scenarios, given my background here, that I see here. Let's go with Occam's razor. The one I don't want to believe, but sadly requires the fewest amount of assumptions and therefore keep it simple, stupid. Was this just outright negligence? Did someone looking to cause trouble drop a dummy bomb at the RNC and DNC and everybody on planet Earth missed it? Secret Service, DC Metro, DNC Security, the FBI. And did the film and the surveillance video that they have and won't show us, is it just corrupted? I I get it in the chat. I'm just, uh, again, I'm throwing out possible scenarios. I'm not telling you just what happened. Don't jump down my throat. I'm just telling you. We got to open ourselves up to everything. Unlike closed-minded media idiots. I see that scenario as highly unlikely given my body of experience there and knowing how good these guys are. I see that as highly unlikely. But possible. Scenario number two. Was this some red cell op gone awry? Was this some effort by some branch of the United States government I don't mean to sound like old Jason Bourne that was trying to test security procedures and they just effed it up. They left it because these look like test devices. If you look at the pipe bomb in the Darren Beatty article, if you look at the picture of it. Can we pull that up, Key? Can you find that in the article, please? I should have shown that. Shame on me. Yeah, picture of the device. It clearly looks like a test. There it is. Thank you. Folks, this is a test device. A hundred percent. They're trying to test to see if you, this is a clownish device. Was this a red cell op gone awry? They were trying to test someone. They screwed it up. They left the damn thing behind. I don't know. I don't know if that's what happened. The t- that, it, that's I, exactly. Look at me. And, I'm a bomb. I'm a bomb. I, right? I, Joe, he just said it right. In any other scenario, if this wasn't January 6th, I'd say this was a red cell thing to one wrong. All right. I would. But he just said it right. Like, you do it on January 6th when they're going to certify the election? What kind of dumbass red cell op is that? He's 100% correct. That's why it makes no sense to me. Option number three. And I think you chatsters see where I'm going with this. Did someone in the United States government have some suspicions in advance that the Stop the Steal rally was going to be relatively well attended and that there were going to be some questions asked at the certification process that the Democrats didn't want asked. Mail-in ballots, all this other stuff. So did someone, I don't know who, plotting with someone in the United States government or maybe not, maybe just on their own, did someone say, we got to make it look like MAGA is trying to take over the government. 
So let's get a riot going and let's make sure we leave two bombs behind to make sure the press picks up the story so they understand the gravity of the situation so we can shut down this process of asking questions on January 6th. Not telling you that's what happened. I'm just telling you, this is so insane with so many anomalies that, ladies and gentlemen, when the crazy and bizarre happens, you have to be willing to you have to be willing to ask about the crazy and bizarre. Security footage manipulations, the FBI not disclosing this footage, Kamala Harris in the building and lying about it, the media cover up. The bomb being found 20 minutes before the certification process with a timer with 20 minutes on it that wasn't moving. The bomb being found by a guy or a woman who notifies a guy who would work for the Capitol Hill police and any other bomb found by a Capitol Hill guy. None of this sounds right. Why aren't we talking to this Capitol Hill plainclothes guy who found the bomb? Why isn't the radio traffic from the Secret Service out there? Where's the CP logs? How come Kamala Harris, no one told us she was there? Were they planning something? Was it made to look like an assassination attempt on Kamala Harris? And most importantly, if it was being made to look like that, did the Secret Service know? And I think the answer to that is no way. There is no, you would, you don't understand. You would lose your job in a second. In a heartbeat, no one's going to protect you. No way. You see why the media now doesn't want you asking any questions? Folks, if you listen to this on Apple and Spotify, by the way, you got to go back to the Rumble. You have to go back to just watch the video or watch it on Massey's account or watch it in uh, the Beatty article. That's fine. You don't need to give me the, that's fine. I'm not really interested. I'm just interested in you watching this. This is not right. There are way too many lies. The media not covering this story, which would only benefit them if it were true. Some MAGA person tried to bomb the RNC and DNC to stop Joe Biden from being certified as president. Oh, my gosh. Why is the media not talking about it at all? Folks, I didn't even see the story on conservative channels. Nobody wants to talk about this, but Julie Kelly, Darren Beatty, and a couple of people out there. That's it. This is not SOP, folks. I was there. I did this. There was no cordon. There was no effort to stop people from approaching the bomb. I don't see any effort to evacuate. The, how do I know there was, it seemed, I don't know what happened inside, but outside there's seemingly no effort whatsoever to reload the VP. Why? The vehicle would be moving around to a different exit to get her away from the bomb and they'd be leaving, but that's not what's happening. Remember, maximum to the protectee, minimum to the problem. The police and the external perimeter guys respond to the problem. Why were the vehicles not moving? This makes no sense. Here's why you get shit like this, by the way. That's why they're so afraid of you asking any questions. Do you see that D-bag over at the Washington Post, Philip Rump? Uh, uh, Philip Bump, I think his name. He goes by Rump or Dump sometimes. He put up an article yesterday why doing your own research can lead you uh, is a good way to end up being wrong. Philip Bump, notably, who's been wrong on everything. Spygate, the Russia hoax, COVID, the origins of COVID. Philip Bump, who has never found a story he couldn't F up, says doing your own research is a good, end up, a good way to end up being wrong, like Philip Bump. Here's Forbes. Why doing your own research may make you believe fake news. 
Oh, there's more, folks. Here's Vice. Scientists explain why doing your own research leads to believing conspiracies. New York Times, don't go down the rabbit hole. Critical thinking isn't helping in the fight against misinformation. Now do you see why these people don't want you asking any of these questions? I'm sure Philip Bump has an explanation for all of this. He's a dipshit. He's a moron. He'll give you some stupid-ass explanation. This is what they, exactly, good point. This is what they think of their readers. You guys are too stupid to do your own analysis. Notice I've jumped to no conclusions. I've given you three plausible, albeit unlikely scenarios, but they are scenarios that are possible. Straight up negligence, a red cell op, or in fact, a plot to set up a fake assassination to make you believe that this was going to be an insurrection. I have not told you which one happened because I don't know. But if you were a journalist, wouldn't you be interested in asking these questions? This is why people like Philip Rump, I, I, I just can't take them. I can't take these people. You know what? I'm, I'm going to just finish on this story. Yeah, I was going to do, I have the other stuff. We'll save it for Monday. I'm going to, I'm going to just. Folks, his story bothers me a lot. Some lady sent me a Facebook message yesterday. I don't mean to get all sappy and ridiculous, but she was like, you know, Dan, I don't like when you talk about your experience in the space. Listen, ma'am, that's I, I, fine. But what, 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 what would you like me to do? What do you want me to talk about? Tiddlywinks? We've got the biggest story in America right now. The alleged insurrection and a bomber and a guy caught on tape show. And I've got experience in the freaking space. I'm damn well going to tell you about it. This is a crazy story. It doesn't make any sense. So action items going forward, because I believe in deliberal, deliverable. We have got to get the audio of what went down at the DNC from the VP, from the VPD, Vice Presidential Protection Division, VPPD. We've got to get the audio. You can ice out portions that have any kind of classified talk in it. That's fine. But America is entitled to know what happened. That will give away everything. If you hear an actual response, which I think you will, if you hear radio traffic resembling this, I don't want to give up the code names or anything because that would be irresponsible. Let's just call it whatever. Uh, wood pen. Let's say it's headquarters. Hey, wooden pen. Uh, this is Jones. Yeah, we've got a potential explosive device here. Uh, we're going to need EOD to respond to address. Uh, copy, uh, you're requesting EOD? Yes, requesting EOD. Copy, 10 minutes out. Then they get there and you hear the traffic. Hey, listen, we're evacuating. Let's, I don't know, let's call her knife blade. Who cares? Knife blade being evacuated. You'll reasonably believe by that traffic that the Secret Service isn't faking the air traffic, that they believe there was an actual bomb. That would explain a lot. That would probably ice out the red cell thing. But it wouldn't necessarily ice out some plot to make it appear that the president, vice president, were at, at least the VP, was, un, was in the middle of some assassination plot. We got to get the freaking radio traffic. And someone in the government at the FBI, some whistleblower, had better fess up. Was that an actual bomb or was it a fake? If it was a fake, where were the fingerprints or the DNA? 
Where's the video, the surveillance video from the night before? Why does Darren Beatty think it was manipulated? When was it dropped off? How did it sit out there for 17 hours? Where's the rest of the video? Who's the guy with the coffee cup? Where is the, the K- Caleb Younger? Why isn't anyone talking to that individual who found the RNC bomb? How did they find it 20 minutes before certification with 20 minutes on a clock? With no, by the way, no means to remote detonate it at all. You Nobody finds that odd? Because if you were trying to set up some fake assassination plot, in other words, to make the media in America believe that the MAGA threat was so real that they were threatening to assassinate both the president and the vice president-elect, you would want someone to find the bomb 20 minutes before the certification became, began with 20 minutes on an egg timer and you'd say, holy Moses, they're trying to stop Joe Biden from taking office. Look, we found a bomb. 20 minutes to go. Right? How did they find it at the exact time? How did this Capitol Hill guy see the bomb when no one else did just 15 minutes later? Was there some massive call that went out to the city? Bomb at the RNC. Why don't we have that? Folks, I'm never letting this go. This is the craziest story I've ever heard. Darren Beatty be on the radio show on Monday. I need you to do me a favor. There's 120,000 people watching right now on a Friday at 11.53. Please, listen to me. I know there's Secret Service people watching. I know there's FBI people watching. I understand. I get it. I am begging the whistleblowers out there. You know what happened. Please come forward. If you can find me, I will find you a safe vehicle to get the story out. I promise you. But you owe it to America. We have been told by people in charge. There are people sitting in a D.C. gulag right now who are alleged to have taken part in an effort to take the U.S. government apart piece by piece in an insurrection. That is a serious as a heart attack charge. If that charge is based on a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of you know fake explosives and stories they're hiding, not talking about the riot stuff and the other stuff, but if this insurrection charge is based on it and someone knows, you have an obligation to tell us. I'm going to leave that story here. Folks, thanks a lot for tuning in. Please, please share this show. I'm begging you, FBI, Secret Service, or anyone in the intel community who knows what happened that day and has that video and knows and has the radio traffic, please get it to us. America deserves an honest account of why we either missed a bomb that almost killed the vice president-elect if it was real, or if it was fake, who the hell planted fake bombs? Don't forget to set up an account with Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. It's free. Download the Rumble app. Join us every day at 11 a.m. Eastern time for the live show right here. We so deeply appreciate it. Thank you all for tuning in. I will see you back here on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.